0: Hello and welcome back to Mobile World Congress here in Barcelona. My name is Ben Smith from Wireless Worker. I'm Ewan from Mobile News Review.
1: And I'm Rafe from the All About Sites. And we've come
0: to Hall 3, which is sort of the, it's the heart of the show. It's where all the big manufacturers have their stands. There's a, there's a few other dotted about, but there's some real monster stands here. These are, these are million-dollar stands, aren't they, Rafe?
1: Yeah, they are million-dollar stands. I mean, we're hearing figures around £2 million mark just to put a stand up in here. They're taking literally months to put together as well.
2: There you go. Months to put together. That's That almost sounds like a 361 podcast. <laughs> well, I, I think it is actually worth it for a lot of these companies, because if you look at the crowds here, I mean, I am astonished at just how popular Mobile uh, World Congress is this particular year. I mean, I'm, I'm accustomed to it being busy, but goodness me, And it's, it's, we're, we're 5 p.m. on day three, and it's, it's standing room only on most of these big booths. Not least because there are no chairs. Uh, anyway, we're going to do um, we're going to do
0: a, a walk through very quickly of hall three, trying to sort of give you a, a flavour of what's going on here. Now we've come down to we've come down to nearly the far end. Behind us there's um, GSMA's connected city, which is a little model town with the town hall and cars and. Uh, cyclists and um, shops, and I think there's a cinema and a school down there, and and all sorts of things going on. And, and then what they're doing is showing a whole range of connected devices, which is you know so it's been really really fascinating, um, particularly the, the vehicles. They've got a Volvo V60 down there, which has got some incredible sort of onboard telematics and all that kind of stuff, which was very cool. Uh, so I'd recommend going to the, the Volvo Cars site and checking it out because that was interesting. Uh, behind us, there's a uh, there's any there's NEC stand, Rafe. Um, there's some. There's a, there's a bunch of sort of small femtocell stuff down there, but I also met with NEC this morning and they were telling me that they, they want they want to be like a cloud service provider. They're going to try and encourage telcos to provide services to customers like you know, kind of email and desktop and that kind of stuff. Um, and, and they're going to provide it.
1: Yeah, cloud's been a, a big thing here and it's still that thing about how do operators stay relevant rather than just become about the, the pipe. And of which, you know, the idea of cloud and as you say, email is one thing. And NEC, of course, have a a long history in the mobile space what's kind of interesting to me they've got the some handset stuff they've got some infrastructure stuff and the service stuff is becoming an important part as well
0: so uh beyond beyond nec there's oracle which we're not going to touch on it's mostly enterprise
2: stuff don't miss out the rather funky nec handset Oh,
0: and there's the two-screen NIT handset, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm going to go and see in a bit. Uh, We stood next to the Nokia Siemens network stand, which is all about sort of infrastructure for mobile operators. But we're going to try try and touch on some of the more exciting sort of uh, things. So, uh, Ewan, we're next to the Ford stand. Uh, What can we see?
2: Uh, We can see a full model of a new Cougar, I think it is. They're a semi 4x4 thingy, vehicle. Uh, But really, the the whole thing of the Ford are here because they are mobile-enabling vehicles. In fact, uh, they have a big, big uh, competition in the form of Audi who have taken a massive big ad along on the way to Hall 8, which basically declares the, the Audi as the world's largest Smartphone. It's
1: the world's best smartphone. Well, the, world's well,
2: best. the world's best. The Okay. All right. Fine. But uh, so there's a quite a few people on the Ford stand looking at their App Link, and, and uh, was it was iSync,
1: or it's Sync a, technology, the Sync App Link technology. Oh, right, okay. i got it right. Get it right.
0: Yeah. So there's a big orange car there, and I played with some of the I played with some of the Microsoft Sync stuff in some test harnesses that they have. Like they've got like little mini consoles from cars and
2: that, 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 that kind of stuff. It does appeal
0: if you can connect it and get it working
2: nicely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, now we're just coming up on the um, we're just coming up on the Intel stand, Rave. Just fill what in what is going on here.
1: Well, Intel are uh, talking about all their solutions, but also, of course, they have started doing what they refer to as Intel smartphones, that's x886 powered chips rather than ARM, which has traditionally dominated the mobile space. So lots of demos, rather loud demos as well.
0: And um, now there's, there's a fella hopping about and lots of people pointing cameras at him. So what's that? What's that?
1: Well, they're trying to uh, test out the camera to show that it's a good camera a lot of what you get at MWC is trying to do demos to pull in the crowd because on the Intel you know, they're also talking about Optimised OS applications that's actually optimised for the X86 chipsets, but also the in-vehicle device integration. <laughs> they're not attracting so much attention. Anytime you have kind of a theatre experience where people can come and listen and watch a demo, you always get bigger crowds. So it's one of the techniques the companies use to pull in the crowds.
0: Now o- opposite opposite the Intel stand, we've got um, we've got AirWatch, you and they're there are a they're an enterprise company. I'm kind of surprised to see them right in the thick of all the action. It's a massive stand. I mean they've almost taken half the area just for a cafe area. What's the what, what, what does it what does it mean that a company uh, do, doing sort of enterprise mobility is here rather than perhaps one of the you know perhaps the Sony or one of the big consumer brands? I
2: think it's, it's actually the whole point of an exhibition, right? The whole reason you do you come and you have a stand, Well, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons is perception. It's uh, uh, your branding and what AirWatch have done. I I have known of AirWatch as one of those guys that do MDM, mobile device management in enterprise. they they're doing very well. But goodness me, your perception changes when you walk into Hall Three, the main central, handsety, big business hall of MWC, and see they've taken, you know, a massive, massive stand. You can't help but think, oh my God, these guys do mean business. And Rafe, we were talking earlier about there being much
0: more sort of enterprise stuff at the show this year, and and, and Airwatch really are sort of a, a real great exemplar for that, aren't they?
1: They, they are. I mean. All over this place, you're getting really, really big emphasis on that enterprise, that security side of things. Even on some of the manufacturer stands, you know, we talked about Samsung secure and safe and uh, earlier in the, the series. And actually, I think almost every stand has some aspect of that reflecting kind of this rise of enterprise as being a really big selling point. I think a lot of manufacturers you know, want to get into that.
0: Okay, so we're just going to pause a minute, and um, we're just stood by the Qualcomm stand now.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to point out—it's a Qualcomm multi-multi-multi-billion-dollar, uh, big connected company, right? Their stand smaller than the AirWatch stand. This, this stuff matters. Now Qualcomm pushing the Snapdragon brand again. They're talking about
0: this, the Snapdragon 800. Um, that's the new chipset, but it's not out yet, is it?
1: That, that's right. 800 devices Terrific. will be coming out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a controversy we talked about in the previous episode. 800 comes out second half of this year, but of course, there's people are already working on the devices. Qualcomm say there's about 55 devices being worked on. It's faster. It's more power efficient. They're actually choosing to talk about a couple of technologies, quick charge 2.0, that will mean faster battery charging, Snapdragon wake up, you'll be able to speak a word, your device will wake up and go into its native audio thing. Um, It's all about that extra integration to the system on a chip. That's the processor plus all the other silicon in a phone. And Qualcomm are putting more and more into that, creating a totally integrated package, which is actually one of the reasons they've become very popular uh, as a provider for a lot of the smartphones, both on the Android platform and on Windows phone as well and they're demoing all of that here plus callcom do all their associated service, you know things like internet of everything, you know, it, it's more tenuous but the big big attraction here is definitely the snapdragon 800
0: and if queues are a measure of success they've a the huge queue outside their snapdragon 800 uh, cinema where presumably they're showing some some promotions i've not even managed to get inside yet uh, but certainly there's a massive queue there uh, waiting to waiting to go in so that's always a good sign right we're getting up to uh, the the real the real hub of things now What's we're the
2: policy on booth babes Well, I have to say, we're
0: we're now at the ZTE stand, which which both impresses and disappoints me in in equal measure. Um, In in some respects, I'm impressed because it's a huge stand, but they've got tons and tons of devices out, including the Grand Memo, which was the device I couldn't remember the name of when we were podcasting the other day.
1: Yes, that's right. You know, it's kind of the big screen Android device, lots of specifications, but actually ZTE then disappoint by having, I think, probably more attractive demo ladings than is perhaps necessary and they're not entirely up on the product and it's lots of white plastic it doesn't feel like a very nicely done stand
2: that's the problem i have right is when you go up and say uh, what i basically want to go up and look at the device they have to they feel that they have to come and go you know hello and i yeah i can say well show me the device and they can't right they can't actually show you the the, the specifics or answer any questions unlike the HTC stand where you actually say to the guy can you give me a demo he goes "Yeah," and he's fully rehearsed he knows his thing Back to front. In some cases, it's a product manager or the product owner of one of the subsets. They know their stuff, so I do think it's a bit pointless.
0: I do. I do like the. I do like the devices, and they've got a huge display out with uh, loads of devices. And uh, uh, each yeah, each, each each stand each stand is, um, is is showing different capabilities. There's a bunch with headphones on that you can listen to, and all that sort of thing. And a big cinema right above the stand showing sort of journeys that users can take. The um, now, unfortunately, though, in in the in the voiceover, for example, the narrator has just explained that it can bring more understandings to my life, and I think that maybe ZTE, it's it, okay. It's it's funny. It's funny, sort of, because it's a, a, a trivial mistake, but that's the sort of sign there. ZTE haven't quite got the tone right for Europe, and there are far too many girls in sort of very small dresses. I, the GSMA has a policy against allowing, you know, what, what people cruelly call booth babes, but I say this is skirting along the line, isn't it, surely?
2: Oh, ha, ha, ha. Skirting. There we go. See. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, to be fair to, say to you, they are better than they've been in previous years. They're just concentrating on the handsets they've announced here. They don't have every handset under the sun that they've got on their stand. And it's better, but they're me- being measured against other companies, and it still feels just a bit off-key and a bit out of date.
2: Is it, is it, is it worth asking one of them to actually give us a demo through the... We'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to that one for now. The, the other thing I just wanted to mention is that in the tucked away in the
0: corner with literally two or three devices is the ZTE Open, which is going to be the Firefox-capable device. Um, and there's actually quite a cluster of people around it. So even though maybe ZTE hasn't prioritised it in their... Uh, stand design, it's it's certainly, you know, people are interested in what's going on.
1: They are, and if you go up to the Firefox stand, which is in another hall, that's one of the busiest ones on the show floor, and you see the same thing on the Alcatel Touch stand, they've also announced a, a Firefox device, and we've announced one as well, or they will be shortly. So, actually, Firefox has been one of the kind of sleeper hits, I think, of the, the show, because people are really interested in it. It seems to be getting a lot of backing as well.
0: And um, we're just, uh, we're, just, we're, just, we're just coming up now to the Samsung stand. Uh, we have IBM on the left, who are uh, talking a lot of networks and mobile services sort of thing. There's a number of uh, cr- number of co-brands as well there with, with other small companies. It's, there's a lot of men in suits standing around, but I think I want to I focus more on the Samsung stand, which, as far as I can tell, is the size of a small planet. It just goes on and on and on as far as I can see.
2: It's on a very, very simple measure here, all their people are, are dressed correctly, right? What do you mean by correctly? I mean, they're all, uh, well, trousers, frankly, and a blue top, right, on brand. Nice and simple, very straightforward. And when I've been talking to them, they feel they, they are a lot more competent. Let's just do a. I don't want to give Samsung
0: undue prominence, but I mean they have rented what you know, hundreds of square feet. Um, so there's, you start off you start off with the Samsung Galaxy Zone. There's a whole bunch of. Uh, there's oh there's Ultrabooks over there. There's the camera, the Android camera yeah. devices are over there, um, and actual connect, connected cameras as well. Yeah. Have you seen that?
2: Yeah.
0: It, it's it got a bit of an Apple Store feel about it, hasn't it, in terms of its very light, airy, the layout and
1: things? It, it does. It has that feel about it. All the devices are also live. They've got SIM cards in them. People actually come and reset them so you don't get the layout messed up so it's a better experience when you go onto the stand. I, and You know, it's kind of... Samsung really announced the Samsung Galaxy Note 8, which is... You know, the iPad mini competitor and they've got a whole desk with row after row of them which is a bit frustrating in that there's not a lot of difference but they're really pushing on that particular product and it's very easy if you want to go up and give it a go and have it in a live experience you know as it would be in a shop.
0: And, and, and the, the nice thing there is that Samsung have the space to have lots of duplication, so it is really easy to get up there. Um, there's lots you can of. See, you can see a device when you want to. It's quite you, easy. You can. Uh, we're just walking along, so we're passing all the, the Gal- all the Galaxy 8s. Uh, beyond that, there's um, at the back. There's a whole bunch of of home sort of automation pieces. There's uh, integration with TVs. Uh, there's the classroom, the the wireless classroom tablet classroom that I talked about, and it stretches on and on and on. There's uh, a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of existing hardware there as well, just being used to demonstrate apps and services. And I think that goes to something Rafe said uh, the, other, the other day during the podcast about the fact that they, all, they don't have equal prominence on the Samsung stand, but they are by no means the poor relation.
1: They're taking up a greater proportion of it. I mean, we can see the blood testing thing from here. We can see Samsung Knox, Samsung Home Sync and all of those you know again they've got people on hand if you want to have a, a demo of them and it, it, it's a definite change from previous mwc's which were very device centric they do look they,
2: these I, I know what they remind me of now it's kind of like app, the the apple geniuses oh.
0: yeah and uh, at the back as well some things i hadn't heard of like for example um second screen advertising they've got some services around um at, you know as an advert plays on the television you know the app popping up vouchers and codes um opposite samsung we've got the huawei stand um obviously there's the the uh, the ascend mates there's a whole bunch of lte modems and things obviously most people in the uk particularly would know um huawei from the dongles and things that their operators give them there's some there's some d2s and there's some p2s over there rafe um what's what, what's your what's your thoughts about the uh, the, the way that they're presenting themselves
1: Well, they've got their make it possible, which is their new tagline emblazoned across the stand. It still doesn't really seem to have much understanding what it's about. But what they have got is world's largest screen smartphone as well. And that's being pushed again, this emphasis on specs and on, you know, This idea that they're pushing the boundary, which they are, to be fair. But I'm not sure it's necessarily a message that's in tune with everything else at MWC. Again, they've improved their layout. You know, it's a good-looking stand. Someone's obviously taken some time to design it, but it is a little bit on the solar side. It's the same as the ZTE stand. You know, the similar feel of it could be any generic trade show stand. When you get up, they've done a good job with the phones. You know, you can there's headphones so you can do the music demos and each kind of different experience on the phone is being demonstrated it's better than previous years with they just kind of put out a whole load of phones and you couldn't really get an idea of what they were like so improvements but again it it feels just a little bit behind the rest of the uh, industry
0: I have to say that the thing that, as we said the other night, the thing that grates a little bit with their stand is that the, the the incessantly aspirational language. No one, no one has, a, no one just texts their wife or girlfriend. Everyone's life is, you know, meets their aspirations and their dreams come true yes. uh, because of the smartphone.
1: And you, and you understand that's part of the marketing and the comms message. You know, that's how it works. But it lacks a certain amount of validity or confidence or you know, that genuine feel that you know you accept that it's going to be put with the best face forward, but when it becomes like that, it feels false and artificial. And you know, that then has a knock on effect to how you kind of perceive the products.
0: Just to to pop back to Samsung for a moment, because we are still passing the Samsung stand. There's a load of, at the other end of the stand, some things that I actually missed when I walked around the other day. There's some mobile health pieces as well, uh, you know, sort of showing that really a breadth of capability. And although I don't think they're particularly displaying them, of course, uh, amidst amidst all those sort of things, they're using Samsung displays and TVs and things to to run all the demos. It it does rather sort of remind you of quite what a massive, you know, sort of multi-skilled organization Samsung is.
1: Yeah, you get the sort of Samsung device story kind of just there in the background. Where you go onto any other stand, and you'll see, you know, for example, at the Telefonica stand as well, there's a Samsung TV being used opposite, and it just gives a lie to the you know the breadth and the scale of Samsung as a you know a consumer electronics company that's about a lot more than just mobile. So,
0: Telefonica are now to now to our left. Um, the, obviously, the the bit that jumps out and seems to have all the eyeballs is the is the Firefox OS piece. There's a whole bunch of devices there, some of which we can see, like the, including the ZTE Open, and I think there's the Alcatel device in a in a stand there as well. Although, noticeably not. Well, it doesn't appear to be available for uh, people to get hands-on although there's uh, a big a big display of the markets they're going to launch in noticeably uh, south america and spain um is it, is it is it important that they that they're not going into that they're, that they're focusing on south america so much
2: i think well actually that's probably a reflection of the fact that telefonica is very very much uh, behind firefox os and yeah you know, that, that those are really big markets for telefonica
1: and we have to give props to the guy who's wearing a woolly hat to make him look like a fox. There we go. It's um, yeah, attracting attention, whether it's good or bad. I wouldn't like to say the rest of Telefonica. It's about the things you'd expect, you know, voice over LTE. There's some of their stuff in their innovation labs on the back as well. But it's interesting. It's still the devices that get the attention. Although very central, quite a small
0: stand. Although I have to say, that it looks to me like they've got a, a huge amount of meeting space. They have a kind of oh, it's all closed off, and many, many, many firms here are using this as a way to generate and do business as well. Um, so uh, keep on walking through the middle, and um, we've come up to the LG stand. It's um, another big white and wood stand. Uh, it seems to be the common design language for quite a few of the uh, quite a few of the manufacturers here today. Um, Another big screen um, showing, showing a big display Android device, which obviously they've, they've announced, and this is the this is the Optimus.
1: Yeah, this is the Optimus G. It comes difficult to describe these devices. And you just say big screen, high spec, but that's what it's about. And a lot of the design is quite generic. It's thin to with, tell with plastic. And honestly, if you took the LG logo off and put the Huawei or the ZTE logo, I'm not sure you'd necessarily be able to tell the difference. And that's kind of a problem that they seem to have. They're this distinctiveness of design. There's a limit to what you can do with, you know, touch. Uh, slabs, obviously, but you do contrast it with HTC, which isn't in this hall. We'll talk about that in another episode, I'm sure. Very distinctive design, also what Nokia's done with their Lumia design language, and you know that's a problem. I think these manufacturers need to address if they're going to build kind of long-term customer loyalty.
0: Uh, so there's the there's the there's the phablets, there's the there's the big-screen Android smartphones at the back. There's some some hope home stuff, I noticed there's some tablets there, Ralph, with, with keyboards, which is actually not something I've seen very much of in from other manufacturers.
1: That, that's right, you know, they're actually showing off some of their other consumer electronics We're I mean, in much the same way that Samsung is. This is kind of like Samsung Lite, but on a smaller scale. Um, I guess that's probably an unfair word to talk about LG, because actually some of the tablets are pretty attractive, they're well put together. And, you know, they're talking about how they're reducing the size down in terms of the thinness of tablets, which, you know, it's all part of the message here, you know, thin is definitely in yet again
0: and uh, both ZTE and LG claiming to sort of i don't know own LTE they are big, big slogans up on the wall ZTE is LTE and it, LG always I mean, always it's you know
1: the most advanced solutions the fastest it's the fastest that when LTE is of course an industry standard and it kind of harks back to the older days where manufacturers would you know compete to be the first to introduce uh, a certain technology and actually my read it, the most successful phones and tokens are the ones that people are talking about and actually it's kind of the firefox stuff the htc ones the Nokia. it is when it's experience led and people don't really care about specs anymore that's a big change actually for mwc i remember coming here and it was all about who had the most megapixels and biggest gigahertz processor but actually a lot more now is being experienced and about time too
0: uh, opposite, opposite LG is Alcatel Lucent, which is a bit of a mix. Now, I mean, I, I, I can see I can see lots of talk about sort of network infrastructure. There's radios, there's light-based radios, uh, backhaul, and those sorts of things. And I, I struggle to get excited, although I appreciate the need for these things. But Alcatel Lucent stand is also another place that we can find a Firefox OS device. Well,
1: that's what you'd think, but in fact, Alcatel Lucent here is the French company that does network infrastructure, and Alcatel One Touch is the brand name that the Chinese company TCL use, and that's where you find the devices and the reason they use the same is they did a joint venture a while back but TCL bought out Alcatel-Lucent, the French company, and so you've got this rather confusing brand that was in theory meant to go away, but TCL seemed to be holding on to it for devices.
0: And it was very clever of Rafe to spot my deliberate mistake there and pointed it out it's so so immediately. Indeed. Right uh, now, on the left, uh, the Nokia stand. Now, I mean, call, call, call me sentimental because I do. I, I, we've been we've been talking about and visiting Nokia for for many years, and I mean, obviously, Rafe Blanf, Rafe Blanford here has his own permanent reserve parking space.
2: I a tattoo
0: as well. Yeah, uh, we, we're not talking about the tattoo. Uh, but it, it, it's it's there's a sign above there's a sign above that says welcome to our place and then beyond it it says at heart we are all Finns and there's definitely a Scandinavian kind of feel to this. Uh, I mean it's one I quite I quite enjoy. Uh, there, but there's there's sort of some there's some pillows out and things which is kind of like human sized versions of their recharging pillow and beyond they've even got kind of plants and greenery and trees in amongst the phones. Yes, um.
1: it, it, it's this, you know, this very Scandinavian design epic. And then there's uh, bits of pine, but it's not organised on a grid structure. It's quite informal. Things are set at an angle. And then beyond the demo areas, there's kind of a relaxing area where people can go and sit and have coffee and Wi-Fi. And it's easily the phone with the most distinctive character. You immediately know you're at the Nokia stand. And everyone will recognise that instantly. And again, it's a very, very busy stand. You know, there's still lots of people getting demos, Um One of the things they uh, also have here is actually some pretty clever ideas about how to demo things. Just as HTC do, they have a dark room where you can go and see the low light capabilities of the photos. They then actually have uh, HERE, which is their maps and location solution. What's interesting about that is, it's not just Nokia devices, they have the Firefox device on hand, they have an Amazon Kindle, a Microsoft Surface, a certain amount of confidence. There's not many stands where you can go and see what essentially competing products on it. But then there's also bits of fun. There's, for example, a challenge where people can bicycle along in a competition, demonstrating how navigation on the here maps works. Uh, But actually, my favourite thing is on the corner we're just about to get to, which is the 3D printing demo for the cases. We've talked about that in a previous episode, but it's been attracting attention all three days that I've walked past here. So, yes, they've done a, a good job here.
0: Um, odd, oddly, you know, in the middle of one of the most premium halls, Alcatel-Lucent have a large uh, taped-off area, which is just dead. It has it's, it's completely unused, which is very odd. I mean, Rafe, how much will that space have cost them? I mean, I don't, don't, don't really understand why, but it's just completely vacant.
1: Half a million. It, uh, it, it, it would certainly look to be in that kind of £100,000 price range quite comfortably. And it feels like, you know, they booked out a big area and then only decided to build on half of it and you know, there's a few tables and chairs scattered around, but it's basically not being used and hasn't been used every time I walk past.
0: So we'll keep, we'll keep moving because looking at an empty space probably doesn't make for any, a very interesting interview, but it's, it's kind of worth to note that companies sort of do some odd things from time to time. Um,
1: as we're walking past, just point out again, the app thing, Nokia, we're still walking past this, and they have a partner app section where they've got some big names like Burton, uh, GoPro, that's the camera you put on your snowboard helmet, as well as others. Um, you know, and they've got people from those companies demonstrating the apps and it's part of their kind of strategy to be, have the best apps on Lumia and that's an emphasis for Nokia but it's also part of the wider trend we're talking about with apps and services as is of course the here map stuff.
0: We've just arrived at the Motorola stand and this place is
2: dead. I'm astonished.
0: What happened here? It's a strange stand, isn't it? It's very different. There's a, there's a cafe area and there's a there's a big desk, but the, the there's a the few devices that are out are very very spaced out. And in one respect, I think that's you know quite confident. It feels it
2: feels quite kind of calm and relaxed. Really clear. The contrast is very clear. There's, every other stand in this hall is rammed, apart from the carpet stand over there. Uh, Motorola. There there are one, two, three, four phones on display in this massive segment with one Motorola team member playing with one. And, They're all free.
0: No, and no. and uh, there's a big meeting space again behind them I and mean, perhaps Motorola, uh, you know, kind of life-changing for them between booking, <laughs> booking the stand and arriving. But again, noticeable. And as we draw to the, as we draw to the end of, of Hall 3, we hit PayPal and eBay. And here, again, it's noticeable to see their names, but lots of other names as well.
1: Yes, yeah, so they're sort of taking the partner approach where they brought in people who are providing apps on top of their services, PayPal obviously being about payments and eBay being about something. And I actually had a quick one around this uh, store earlier, and it's actually about ways you can access eBay on mobile and you know moving away from just a traditional website model, you know, ways that you can, you know, both win auctions but also obviously they have their own apps as well, but interesting to see what's a platform company. You know showing off both their official apps but also being welcoming to you know third parties as well
2: and and we've just noticed well you just noticed another bit of motorola stand well it's a set i mean basically the stands split into two i do want to highlight this is google we're seeing here right not motorola remember google on them and there is nothing going on uh, perception is what nine tenths of the lot right and this is a really really bad thing the only thing happening. On the motorola stand is some guy has done one of those chalk drawing thingies on the floor that when you take a picture from the right perspective it looks funny so basically what you've got is four people arcing around on the motorola stand that nobody is checking out the handsets and this i think is very very disappointing
1: You you can't can't help but draw a sharp contrast between it and the other stands And so the level of interaction, you know, know, all these stands use a gimmick of some sort or other to bring people in, whether it's, you know, having a photograph taken with someone. But yes, it's interesting. Motorola definitely is the weak link in Hall 3.
0: Okay, so we've we've reached the other end. There are a ton of um, other sta- there are a ton of other sort of stands down on the periphery, but we've walked down the central island. This really probably uh, is one of the main premium spaces in in MWC this year, particularly for people with devices and particularly for people with a consumer focus. So, Rafe, which is the one that sort of attracts your attention and, and make and sort of interests you most?
1: Well, I'm sure everyone's going to groan when I say this, but the no, Nokia the Nokia stand seems to be the one that is, you know stands out most if you're thinking about what they all look like that's the one I can picture most clearly maybe it's because I've visited more than any others, but I do have to give a, a shout out to the HTC stand which isn't in this hall neither is Sony the two big guys that you'd normally associate and they've both done very good jobs as well they've got some good designers in I guess with Sony it's the combination of the Japan and the Sweden influence and HTC you know, for um, you know, a Taiwanese company, an Asian company, they definitely break the trend with the way they set up the demo area. Yes, it has the gimmick of someone dancing about so you can take photographs of them but really knowledgeable reps on hand You know, not a grid-based layout so that you walk through your way through the stand it's set at angles and it feels like it has a bit of character and personality you know, reflected in the way they design their phones, honestly. The you know, companies that are design-led have the best design stands.
0: Yeah, and actually the HTC, that was the first time I got to see the HTC One and uh, it was really well, really well presented. I mean, we'll talk about the phone later, but actually it, it, felt, it felt a really good way to show off a bit of a relaunch possibly. Ewan, uh, um, we, we've, we've wandered now down the side and actually we've bumped into the Acer stand, which is kind of tucked away behind eBay. One of the ones that are kind of less premium space, um, uh, you know,
2: kind of down on one of the side aisles. Um, it's quiet, but there's a lot of stuff going on on the display i tell you what's quite interesting, just purely in terms of numbers, there are probably about three three or four times the people on the Acer stand at the back of the hall than there are on the main premium Motorola Google stand. Fascinating. And there's a
0: real mix of stuff. There's, there's, there's gaming, there's, there's uh, sort of mobile devices, there's tablets, there's, I can see some Windows 8 stuff and obviously all their, all their various phones as well. Um, I'm just trying to think in terms of... I don't know See, this is the
2: problem. I don't have much to say about Acer.
0: No, no they, they, but they. There again, they are one of those brands that sort of been around for a while, and, and, and possibly has a bit more mindshare than some of the other uh, sure, Asian sure, bra- Asian sure. brands. Uh, so yeah. it could be interesting. I'm thinking back, actually, although we didn't talk about it extensively, I was really impressed with the GSMA's Connected City. I mean, right. for their for their sins, the GSMA a, as a as um, a well as a membership organisation as as you know sort of the, the organisation that puts on Mobile World Congress. You know, doesn't always get it right, but also it has got a difficult job to do because it can't kind of you know prioritize anyone it has to be sort of fair and equitable to everyone and yet the the, the connected city really really shows you know kind of um quite quite nice demonstration of, of uh, some of the concepts, by putting the cars and the vehicles and the town hall and everything there, it's much easier to sort of see it and, and, and get a sense of what it would be like to
1: experience it. Yeah, it's sort of living in the future, actually being able to go and see it, and remember it's hard to do this because for anything that's become mature, there'll be a company demonstrating it, and the GSMA doesn't need to worry about that, they have to a harder job in some way, presenting what's yet to come, and I do agree, you know, in that uh, connected city or ubiquitous city, they've done that very well, I, I do want you know Ben and Ewan to actually say what they think is a nice stand. Having put me on the spot, it's your turn now, Ben.
0: Well, I I picked the connected city. I, I think that that's that's not. I mean, not least because I'm a bit of a car nut, and there's two vehicles on that stand. But I think there's an Audi and a, and a Volvo, but some, some as you said, emerging tech that's kind of getting a bit of a leg up from the GSMA. So to to make mainstream, Ewan.
2: Uh, well, I think the HTC stand caught my attention. I, I, I'm, that doesn't
1: count. hall.
2: All oh, right. Well, so in our in our in our tour just now, okay. All right. Very directly, the popcorn on the Nokia stand. There okay, we go. No, no, let me defend that. Let me defend that. That 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 and then the NEC handset, the one that opens up two screens. Uh, that I find stimulating in this hall. Everything else, I'm, I'm sorry to say, I I haven't been stimulated. Samsung. Mm, yeah great it was nice to see the camera phone again I'm, I'm really not that stimulated by what samsung's got going on really i'm sorry to see well I, I certainly
0: i'd say walk along the back of the samsung stand and it's sometimes it's fun to seek out the things that are on the display but with the, the with the smallest bits of of, of, of area right. and all those services although those apps all those things that probably aren't kind of flagship and probably get underreported. they really were inter- they were really interesting i mean i have mixed feelings about samsung sometimes because i'm not a big fan of their hardware but you know connecting health connected schools all these sorts of things even if they're not relevant to you it really opens your eyes to sort of what how how people are thinking about mobile as life-changing now rather than
2: just a, a, a way to talk so one of the challenges that i have with samsung is when we talk about connected a lot of the stuff isn't right it's connected to the internet but not to each other so for example we have a samsung baby monitor at home and if we had a samsung tv nothing happens If we have a samsung phone nothing happens. they don't speak to each other completely different products so that I, I, that's why I, I, I respect what they're doing I think they're doing some wonderful things but you asked me what what stimulated what what really uh, caught my attention and, and that ladies and gentlemen was the yeah popcorn. do you know what it popped it wasn't really that I wasn't I'm, I'm not turned on gents I'm sorry and that is a relief I could sell it to everyone uh, we stood next to another
0: uh, NFC poster I think we talked about NFC a few times on the podcast. And and, um, well, there's there's NFC posters all over the place, but this one's noticeable because it's got QR codes on as well. uh, race having a bit of a race having a bit of a go at it, but um, we'll talk about we've talked about more about NFC before. But they are definitely, 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 definitely pushing that today. Anyways, um, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it was a it was a fun to try and sort of share the experience of the holes. We missed out a few stands. Anyone who's actually been to the event will realise that we we dodged a few, which were sort of the real hardcore uh, businessy ones. But we've touched on all of the biggest and brightest ones. Um, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll be back with more coverage soon.